found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It is a Thursday edition of Tidbits, the 22nd day of the month of June. And we say good morning to Matthew Paul in his sterile white t-shirt. Why, good morning. <laughs> good to see you. Nothing like a plain white tee. That's right. And um, and jean shorts today. Yeah. Uh, Gotta have the old man look. <laughs> do you have do you have socks? Okay. Um, they're they're little. They're okay, right. little ankle socks. Okay. All right. So they aren't. Okay. So they're not pulled up to your knee. No. All right. No. <laughs> so how'd the fair go last night for you? It was good, man. It All was. Right. Um, so it was it was breezy, but yeah. it wasn't as windy as the night before. Okay. And so I could smell everything. Okay. More profusely right. more predominantly last okay. night all right which uh was a good thing so you got to enjoy the aroma the, this it smelled like a fair should okay so it was uh pretty pretty nice popcorn kid okay he i um <laughs> <laughs> i uh, towards the end of the night i walked over and i could tell he had way more customers okay than before all right and uh i'm like hey man looks like you had a busier night and he goes you think so? <laughs> Doesn't seem like it. So he opened up his thing and he counted his money and how much he's made. <laughs> it's about normal. <laughs> Dude. Poor popcorn kid. Oh, I tell you. Poor guy. So again, if you're going out there, he's right next to where we're at. He's selling popcorn, nachos, cans of black pop. Okay. Get something from him. Support the kid. <laughs> he's... He's getting bitter. <laughs> He's getting very bitter. It's like, so last year I'm doing this. I know, man. I know. So, how many years have we said that? <laughs> <laughs> this is it. Man. This is it. I'm done. <laughs> and yet here we are. Yeah. So, Matt, are you out there again tonight? I'm done. You're done. So yeah. you're not out there. Okay. No. So I presume it's Alan. Uh, yeah, I would think okay. so. Alan. Then the big, uh, the big blowout. Friday night, mm-hmm. when uh, we bring out uh, other staffers and have a huge celebration. Yes. We call it Radio Night. Mm-hmm. And we'll give away, what, a few hundred tickets? 200. 100 pair, 200 tickets. All right. To Indiana Beach. All right. And that's uh, broadcast from 5 till 9. That's right. Friday here on Hoosier Country. That's right. So it's exciting. We'll look forward to that. A big deal. All right. Now, this uh, very sad news. The missing Titanic sub with five people on board set to run out of oxygen at 7.08 a.m. this morning. Oh, my gosh. That according late. to the Coast Guard. Man. That uh, experts believe that the people in the sub could be making last-ditch efforts to conserve the air as the oxygen supply countdown descends into single digits. The uh, French delivered their Victor 6000, a robot, which is capable of diving 20,000 feet below sea level. The uh, Titan vanished at about eight uh, 6 p.m. It said yesterday with just 13 hours to scan the area for the missing sub. So anyway, I, it's not looking good. No. And, and again, it was uh, <clears throat> just uh, let's uh, check in with sonar expert Jeff Carson. He's a sonar expert. 
Okay. If you go down in a submarine, the light disappears at about 500 meters depth. So down where the bottom of the ocean there where the Titanic is, it is utterly dark, silent, just above freezing. There's no weather. There's no current. There's no wind. There's no nothing. It is just the most utterly stagnant place you can imagine. That's why... It's not feasible to just take one of these remotely operated vehicles, ROVs, down there and look around and find it. It's, it is literally groping in the dark. So we rely utterly on sound to find uh, the submarine. This sound is bounced off objects. The problem is that even relatively small objects, sometimes they make a, a reflect a lot of sound. And with this debris field, there's just a lot of junk down there that's reflecting. Best thing can happen is if the sounds persist, at least they can locate the source of that sound by that triangulation method. You know, the banging, I have to say, I hear the Coast Guard guys talking about this. Uh, You know, I wonder how much of this is just wishful thinking. And, you know, it's... Is is it really banging or just some unidentified sound, I think, is a more accurate description right now. But they have to follow up on it. It's the best lead right now. One of the things they absolutely can do is get to the source of the sound. That's it. Wow. I just can't imagine what you're going through. What a terrible, what a terrible situation. As, uh, you know. Now, do you remember the movie... The Titanic. Yeah. 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 Pretty long movie. Yeah. The wife of the CEO of the uh, Ocean Gate who was piloting that missing tourist submersible. Yes. Is a descendant of a wealthy New York couple who drowned on the Titanic. No kidding. Wendy Rush, her husband Stockton, is among five people inside that sub which went missing Sunday. Wendy's great-great-grandparents, Isidore and Ida, died in the disaster. Wow. In the 1997 James Cameron film, they were depicted lying on a bed embracing, as you may remember, the icy waters were coming up around them. Yep. The, uh, The pair had, in real life, been offered seats on a lifeboat because her being a woman... And him, as a well-known former congressman and co-owner of Macy's Department Store. And they... uh, They denied it. They perished. Dang. Gosh. So that was that depiction. And what's the connection? Look at... I mean, isn't that weird? Just weird. Mm Mm-hmm. So... Man. You know, I I would have been one of those people down below. I wouldn't have made it in the first 10 minutes. No, same. Yeah. I couldn't afford a good seat. No. You know, it's, I'd be rammed in the cabin somewhere. <laughs> you know, Matt and I trying to eat rats down there and yep. survive. Have to share a bunk. <laughs> and yeah, there we are, cuddled up. <laughs> a little old bunk. <laughs> Hold on to me, Dale. <laughs> uh, that'd be us. I just... Um, can't imagine what that was like even that night, let alone what these folks are going through in that uh, little submersible. So, again, time quickly running out. And uh, I don't know. I guess there's Man. 
always something that could happen. But. By the way, that guy in the audio clip said 500 meters. Yeah. That's 1,640 feet. Okay. Okay. Because we didn't learn that. No, we didn't. <laughs> Because he said, oh, 500 meters. I'm like, that means nothing to me, dude. We, nothing. We I'm an American. We were supposed to go metric, you know, back in the 70s, but yeah. it, it just never happened. No. <laughs> oh, you've got some millimeter wrenches. You've got, uh, you know, <laughs> that just confuse you. Yeah. You know, as to whether or not you should use that or a quarter. <laughs> it's annoying. 6.33, we got a few messages, and we'll be back with tidbits. This is Tidbits. Well, here we are. It is a Thursday edition of Tidbits. And we continue with, we'll call a a clear sky. The sun is making an appearance, but I don't know that you want to call it that. This, um... Someone suggested, by the way... Okay. That um, we just put you in, in the bed of your truck. Okay. And then wheel you, you know, drive you down there. And when we're done, we'll just drive you back home. That makes and you're sense. just there. Yeah. yeah. To watch fireworks. Yeah, you don't want to make me too comfortable. Just, no. Just, you know, lay no. there on the metal. Yeah. You know. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe find some newspaper for a pillow. Something. I could put you in my truck, too. I got Yeah, yeah. I could go in yours. Yeah. Do we have the same length of beds? Well, I don't know. Because I have a short I mean, bed. Mine, mine's really yeah, short. Yeah. I might have to lay crosswise and keep the tailgate down so my feet have some place hmm. you know be like when i was still sleeping in my youth bed that's right i outgrew it <laughs> and then we can write a country song about it yeah about watching fireworks in the bed of your truck <laughs> had a chance at a paps gave it up <laughs> i just <laughs> watching the sky light up <laughs> this uh several people injured when they were hit by apple-sized hail during a concert at Red Rocks Amphitheater in Morrison, Colorado. This, I mean, apple-sized, okay? I can't imagine. That's pretty good-sized hail. Lewis Tomlinson, a member of the One Direction, was scheduled to play at that popular live music venue. West uh, Metro Fire Rescue said the number of potential patients and the extent of their injuries are unknown. A concertgoer named Nicole posted a video of the hail on Twitter. It shows several people running to find shelter, and screams can be heard. Now imagine if you're getting hit by a chunk of ice the size of an It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. Okay. It's going to smart. Another person said the hail that fell down was literally apple-sized. And again, apples vary in size to me. So, you know, I'm, I'm thinking maybe softballish. A little smaller than a softball. Yeah. I am. Yeah. Adding that the ground looked like it snowed. Are you, are you talking to Granny uh, Smith or a Honey <laughs> Crisp or a uh, Golden Delicious? Uh, what kind of apple are we uh, referring to here? <laughs> See, you've got to be specific. Okay. <laughs> it says, uh, someone says, my partner's windshield is literally shattered literally you know, I mean, you've got to say that literally they're literally apple size it's, yeah. it's literally shattered the concert had been delayed and red rocks park and amphitheater advised concert goers to seek shelter in your vehicle adding we'll let you know when we're receiving the all clear <laughs> okay the organization then said it received the all clear and urged concert goers to go back to the amphitheater 
only to say an hour later that people should seek shelter until further notice as severe weather approached. So they sent him back, and then they, oh, uh oh. oh. <laughs> they did cancel the concert roughly half hour later. I just can't imagine being hit by hail that big. Yeah. I've experienced some hail in my life, but never out in it. Right. And um, never of that size. I've never seen anything. So this, this headline that I saw that was okay. posted three hours ago from radio station in Denver says, Red Rock's hailstorm hurts nearly 100. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, if you're out there, and you know, I mean, there's no cover. No. And you know me. I don't, I'm not ample on leg anymore. I don't have the wheels like I used to. Gosh, it, does, it looks like it's snowing. That is nuts. I, I'd be tattered by hail. Yeah. Because, I, you know, you'd be, <laughs> I, I just, I'm not quick enough you just, anymore. You'd fall and it would just be pelting you <laughs> as you're laying on the ground. Of course, I'd be a trooper. No, no, Matt, go. Believe me. <laughs> Seek shelter for yourself. Wouldn't you get? Wouldn't you be better? Uh, I presume the amphitheater seats are are permanent. Wouldn't you be uh, yeah. better off just kind of dive under there? I mean, you How know, much I, room is under there? I mean, well, you just make yourself into a little ball. There is you that are. What you do? <laughs> Practice your school drills. Ah, because all these kids have been <laughs> when you were little. The Cold War. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Russian hail. Come on, kids. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it's I just can't imagine. And I would say that the hail is probably more okay. Would you call it an apple? I would say it's somewhere between a golf ball okay. and a and a small red delicious. Okay. Right? <laughs> That's what Okay, small red delicious. Okay. I got it. Okay. okay, so that's that's probably either way, it would still hurt. Don't get me wrong. Well, like, yeah. It would still hurt. But you know, I mean, golf ball would hurt. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. Let alone a red delicious. It's a <laughs> you got to, like you said, you got to be specific on these things. Here's, here's a trainer at SeaWorld Orlando severely injured last year when one of the park's killer whales bit her arm, broke several bones. I mean, that's the haphazards you've got. Oh my gosh. That happened June 13th a year ago. How close were they to like losing their arm? Just, I mean, I mean, that's, I don't know how many, bu- I mean, you know how hard that's got to bite down. They're a huge killer whale. Right. Even if they didn't mean to. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're yeah. just... Says it went largely unnoticed until reporters got a hold of an investigative report compiled by the Occupational Safety and Health Administration. According to the report, the unnamed trainer was attempting to rinse the mouth of Malia, a 5,500-pound killer whale. The report stated the victim retrieved a pressurized pump spray bottle filled with water and fluoride to rinse the roof of Malaya's mouth to help dislodge a paint chip. Evidently, there was a paint chip in there. The victim squirted Malaya's mouth and swept the spray wand from side to side like you do. The victim went within less than three foot uh, away. So uh, the rule is you got to stay, you know, three feet away by uh, moving their right hand across the plane of Malia's mouth. And the spray must have uh, trickled down the whale's mouth, causing Malia to close her mouth. 
She gently closed her mouth with the victim's right arm inside, but immediately opened her mouth once again. She felt resistance. Right. That's what I'm saying. Even yeah. if she didn't mean to. Yeah, she didn't mean to. Yeah. Gosh. The uh, trainer was taken to the hospital where she underwent surgery, repaired multiple fractures to the right forearm and wrist. Multiple. SeaWorld released a statement saying last summer an orca gently and briefly closed its mouth on a trainer's arm. Hmm. You know, and again, the trainer's probably thinking, "Hey, uh, you know, that's gonna—that's part of the deal. That could happen." Yeah. I don't know that she threw any fit or anything. It was reported to OSHA OSHA. Mm-hmm. They investigated the matter and found no negligence. So, again, reporters are bringing this up just to, you know, stir the pot. That's what they do. They stir the pot, you know? Right. right. Hey, look, look at here, Frank. Yeah. Just, uh, you know. Well, these, should these animals even be in captivity? Uh, should we even have them as, as our pets? <laughs> See? And, again, that's something, I you know, haven't they released some of them? Yeah. Because they're fins, you know, they go over. Right. They and, and a lot, like yeah. I said before, a lot of these now are, you know, they're rescues. Yeah. You know, they were in bad situations. They rescued them and... And they certainly aren't trying to bite the the hand that feeds them. Okay. In this case, trying to get a paint chip. Yeah. Now, what kind? Is it lead-based? Is it, you know? <laughs> I mean, is it a lead-based paint chip from the pool? Okay. Yeah, it's, it was painted with Chinese paint <laughs> from the early 60s. <laughs> now, this, um, you know, I remember back as a middle schooler. You know, and that's why I wonder how parents ever get fooled by their kids, because I think back to my youth, and if I had kids, they wouldn't be getting by with anything, okay? You know, because yeah. I remember. Oh, same. <laughs> yeah, my, my kids, it's unfortunate <laughs> that I, you know, was the person I was, because they, they won't ever be able to pull anything over on, you know. <laughs> same with my wife. Like, we're, you know. <laughs> you just, you, you remember, and some parents don't seem to. I, or, you know, I don't know. But anyway... This not pertaining to their behavior, it's pertaining to their scores in math and reading. Says, not significantly worse last year. Okay, they got worse, I should say. The decline was the biggest in the past 50 years. 50 years. Is this because of the pandemic? Well, I'm sure they'll blame it on that. Math and reading scores began declining in 2012, well before it. And average scores are now lower than they were before the pandemic. But they're going to school more. You got to go to school 180 days or you're just not going to make it. Okay. Right. Now that just, you know, how much time did I miss in the blizzard of 78? Right. You know, it was like weeks. I missed at least it was two weeks in the ice storm of 91, you know? Yeah. We didn't make it up. No, you didn't make it up. Be unheard of to be going to school in right. June. When my when my daughter was, I think she was in first or second grade. There was a terrible winter, and they had to, if you remember, they had to like start going later in the day. Yes, yes. So they were there till I don't remember. What yeah, time. yeah I it was like four or five o'clock. I don't remember. Yeah, that was but, weird. Yeah, yeah. Because you know you got to make that time up. Yeah. Now for me, you know, Paul needed me in the field. So, sure. Paul, you know, sure. I, I was getting out in March, okay? <laughs> I made it to the seventh we had, grade. We had to get out for planting. <laughs> so, anyway, they're not doing so good. And this is the current, you know, middle school age kid. So, um, you know, if they're, 
And again, that's when you're getting into algebra. You're getting into, you know, mm-hmm. in the math portion of things. Right. And that's when I started checking out. That's when I got better. Really? Yeah. And then reading, I've always been pretty good at that. Same. You know, so. Same. No, I had, a, I had a phenomenal teacher in ninth grade that just, he taught algebra. Yeah. And it just, it just clicked, man. Everything clicked. And I was like, wow, this is cool. I loved it. Algebra, geometry, loved it. You ran with it. Yeah. Up to that point, you weren't that into it. I was a it. terrible math student. <laughs> terrible. Which we prove daily on right. this program. That's why we don't do math on the air. It's a rule. 100 pairs, that means we got... Uh... Uh, and finally, we, en- we end the uh, tidbit segment with enter Miami goalkeeper Nick Marsman attacked by a spider at a zoo. What? Okay. And the uh, the bite was so bad that he had to spend several days in the hospital. Oh, my gosh. On Instagram, his wife said that Marsman was in the hospital for three days after a poisonous uh, arachnid sunk. What's that? Sunk? I think it was supposed to, it's probably supposed to be a spider. Yeah. Arachnid. Bit into it. It just yeah. bit him. He has since been released and is now home recovering. This at the zoo, so I don't think it was just part of the exhibits. It was just a, you know, there it is. A slider just yeah. walking around, terrorizing everyone. It's unclear how much time he'll need to miss while he regains strength. But he's a goalkeeper. What the heck? Now imagine that, you know. We've seen some pretty gnarly sized spiders in this neck of the woods. Yes, we have. Of course, we always hear of the recluse, the brown recluse. Yeah, that's true. And we've heard stories of people getting big holes. Yeah. From being bitten by a recluse. That's true. Or worse. Yeah. It's hard to believe that a spider can do that, but... It is. And that's why we hate them. The spider I hate the most <laughs> is the wolf spider. Yeah. Because they just appear, and they, they look at you, and they're like, what? What are you going to do? <laughs> what are you doing, punk? <laughs> you got enough courage to smash me? <laughs> Let's see. Take your shoe off. See what happens. <laughs> now, do they leap? I think Aren't they there can. some spiders that leap? I think they can because yeah. they are um, – because they don't really – they don't do like a web to get their prey. They just go kill it. Like they just go after it. All right. So that's your most feared I just – they're spider. so gross, man. They're like – they're big and ugly and hairy. And it's like why do you have to look so stinking evil? Like why can't you do your job and look just nice and cuddly? Kill your flies elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and the thing is, I, I if if it's outside, they can do whatever they want outside. Right, yeah. But you come inside the house, That's inside their territory, the, it's, yeah. it's a different game. Like I'm, you're dying. <laughs> you know, you're you're dead. Now you don't go to the extremes that some do with flame torches and so forth, do you? No, <laughs> I've never ever in my entire oh, life. Oh no, he has. He's. You've probably used a spray bottle or something. Like hairspray and light it, <laughs> turn it into a flame. Have you done? You what? I, okay. Look at his face. Okay. <laughs> all right. He has. Okay. So when I was a when I was a teenager, <laughs> all right. When I was a teenager, mom and dad had these bushes in front of their house. Okay. And then we would get those gigantic. You know, I now know they're they're harmless. Yes. Like they're they do way more good than anything. Yeah, yeah. They're just big and ugly, yeah. right? <laughs> 
I would get hairspray and, oh, and use it as a little flame. I would absolutely do that. I was dumb. I mean, don't get me wrong. And we're talking, you know, 12, 14, 13, 14 years old. You didn't progress to kitty cats, did you? No. <laughs> My dad one time, we were... We were uh, walking around the house, and there, there is one in the bush. You know, he's just hanging out there. Dad goes in, gets a handgun. <laughs> now, that's extreme. Okay. He gets his little twenty-two handgun. <laughs> that's just extreme. So I, I never used a handgun to kill a spider. And I don't recall ever seeing any of those inside the house, ever. No, no. Because they don't, I don't think they care to be in there. There's no, not don't. enough prey. No, that's they're they're good to go outside. Yeah. They like to stay there in the bush. Yeah, I'm fine with that because they do, <laughs> they they do a service. They do a job. They're doing a thing. You know, go do your. Hair that's spray. awesome. I just had a feeling you probably. did. Oh, I absolutely did, man, and I'm so ashamed to admit that. But yeah, when I saw your face starting to turn out, <laughs> he did. <laughs> Yeah, I absolutely did. So uh, there you go. It never, it never occurred to me that what I'm doing could possibly, you know, burn the house down. It never crossed my mind. Never crossed my mind. What an idiot. And your mom really didn't miss the hairspray, did she? No. <laughs> See, that's the worst, you know. What happened to my hairspray? <laughs> and that's why, the, why did I have access? Like, how did I have, you know what I mean? Because back when I had hair, I was always a gel guy. Like, I used gel or mousse. I was never really hairspray. <laughs> you probably looked and looked and looked and finally found it. I probably probably did. It was probably on your brain. You're going to go roast that spider. <laughs> and you did anything you could to do it. <laughs> I probably did. <laughs> so there you go. Some tidbits on a Thursday. You won't be here tomorrow. No, I'm done. So, all right. And I'm not planning on a show. Okay. Because okay, Alan probably will fill in. But Right. No, we can go day without. Okay. And then we'll resume Monday. All right. All right, then. Sounds good. See ya. See ya. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.